Hello, welcome to Skatir Sada. Uh, this is Kotha speaking today, and I've got some guests with me to kind of talk about some of the issues that have been going on in the United States and obviously the protests that's taking place in London, you know, recently. Okay, uh, so the interview today, well, I have my kids. Obviously, in lockdown, I've not been able to be in contact with anyone. Um, so, my kids, I thought it'd be nice to hear what they think about what's going on. Uh, so introduce yourself first. My name is Isha and I'm, I'm nine years old and I'm in year four and I've I've experienced all the stuff on the news about black about Black Lives Matter. And so you feel like you you've it's yeah. come that you find it like it's important to talk about it. Yeah, very okay, important. Yeah. Okay, so is that what you mean by experienced? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Hello, I'm Khadija and I'm twelve years old. Okay. Okay, uh, so the first question is, what does it mean? Because this is something that goes on all the time on like, on Twitter and in Somali household as well. Um, what does it mean to be black? Okay, so you guys are very, like, your experiences are so unique. So you can just share what you think about that. Okay, so Isi, you go first because you're younger. Because once Khadija says stuff, I mean, you probably have nothing to say, right? So you go. What does it mean to be black? For me, it means to be black is... Sometimes it's very hard in school because there are people that have been racist and there's just big group of rude people and they've been in trouble for that but it's still very hard to get to get through. But I found I found it very easy to just ignore what they're saying and so, so on. Okay, but what about you yourself? Like how like how do you identify yourself? Like what are you? black but you can say more than that i'm sure you can't when you go outside do people just think that you're black no okay you want to leave that for now well being black is not just necessary or skin color it's something that's really inside of you and it's a bit hard because there's a group of black people in my school and sometimes they say like oh you can't you could probably never say the n-word Khadija because you're not black but being black is not just your skin color some people may call me mixed race but inside of me I am black but would you ever would you I mean but let's talk about that then that's a really important thing that just came up so is that's not in our like list of questions but you said saying the n-word do you think some people have more power to say the n-word should people say the n-word whether you're black or not you shouldn't really say the n-word because the n-word is a really it's just a really derogatory term against black people whether you're black or whether you're not black no no i agree i think i i think we've done a podcast already like zamzam and i talking about the n-word i find it like i myself as a black person would not use that word I don't. I know that some people would argue that you know black people use it to reclaim the word, but I really think that if we leave that word behind, that we can move forward without us being seen in any derogatory term, whether it's ourselves claiming that word or not. I mean, I definitely. I mean, I think that's an argument for another time. But ultimately, the N word has no place in our home, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we we whether we're black or not is not something that we'd use. But I find it really interesting that you say that Khadija that um, people say that you're not black simply because you're mixed race, but you feel differently about about that. I guess it's really hard, isn't it, when you're walking outside in the street and everybody is kind of put into categories based on their skin color. Yeah, isn't it? And you feel a certain way, but people don't let you feel that way because do you find that you get a lot of that from? people who are white or do you get that from people who are black 
you you kind of get it from both because well really you you see like black people saying that i'm not black but then you so be specific like, is it black people or somalis be honest. It, yeah, we know we talk. It's about mainly the, the Somali girls. They say, "Oh, you're not. You can. You're not Somali. No way. You're not Somali. You're not black. You're not Somali." That's what they say. Does that? Does that make? How does that make you feel when they say that to you? It makes me feel quite sad. It's just that just by looking at me, they just established I'm not Somali. But yes, you're maybe Indian or something. But you can't be Somali because you're not black. Do you feel? But so, do you feel like you're Somali? Yeah, but I know I'm Somali. It's just something that exactly. other people won't accept. I guess something that you, you, Asa, how do you feel about that? Then do you? I mean, it's unfair for me to say that you guys feel Somali more than you feel one way, but I guess you feel both, right? Yeah, and um, people, people that say, "Oh, you're not, you're not this," you don't have to listen to them because you know it's not true, and you know who you are and what you do and how you look and what you speak and all. All of that stuff, and in Somalia, the the people are some people are black, some people look black, and some people are, have fairer skin than others. But it doesn't mean that they're different skin color. It doesn't mean that they're not black, and it if doesn't mean they're Somali, African. Exactly, they're exactly. Somalis come in different shades sometimes, don't they? So some are fair, like you said. Yeah, I guess, I guess that's something you guys always have to carry with you that you're half and half, and and I guess you can argue both halves. You can't just say I'm feel, mixed, but you can say you feel what? I, I feel I feel both equally. I am exactly. I, I'm proud and I am both. I'm not just one. Okay, so the other half is Pakistan. What's the other half? Um, Pakistan. Okay, so you feel both halves equally, right? And I think it's important that you guys always argue for that. As in, like, if you find yourself in a Somali camp, then you're like, I am Somali, and you don't let anybody take that away from you. I guess the way you've been carrying on, and then if if you're in the other. In, in the Pakistani community and you just equally say I am because it's hard to feel half and half isn't it yes like there's a special poem I think people should go out and read it it's called Half Cast by John Agard and he talks about like wh- what does it mean to be half like does it mean like I use a half keen eye to look at you does it mean like I see everything in half like it's such an amazing poem people should read it but my kids definitely don't feel half they feel equally both parts that they are uh which is really uh, important to think about when you're thinking about mixed race people um so the next question is have you ex- i mean i think you already touched on it with this idea of being told that you're not somali um but i guess that's not really racism but if you're being told you're not somali sim- by people who are who are white so they get shot then, then that's that's that? wrong isn't it that's um uh, have you experienced racism that's the thing have you and when i say have you experienced racism i would hate to think that you actually have but it doesn't necessarily mean something that you have experienced but in your classrooms in your schools have you seen or experienced situations where you feel like people are being treated differently simply because of their the skin color i think everyone's really quite like close together like you can see all the there's no like just black kids just white kids and they stay separate they all kind of play together they they're all fine it's just that only once did i have experienced racism and it was just like because this one person was told by someone older than them that they shouldn't play with black people and then she said oh, i can't play with you because you're black but oh, this yes, was when I she was really that. young yes i remember that so it was kind of hard for her to understand it but she yeah. knew I, then me and some of the other girls in the school were different from her because she was white and we were black. So it was probably hard for her to understand what 
her older sister was saying to her. Yeah, I remember that. Oh my God, I completely forgot about that. That is quite shocking. Yeah, I remember that incident. So it was a time where Khadija had, you know, obviously she had she had friends at school and she didn't really think, I don't think you thought about color and stuff like that. No then. one ever exactly. did. Exactly. No and so, yeah, did. no one ever did. And so one day she came home and she said that this friend of hers that she always played with said that, you know, her older sister told her that she shouldn't play play with black people. She shouldn't. She should stay away from them. It was really odd, and it was reported to teachers, isn't it? Yeah. And something happened, and I think that's so shocking for a young person to kind of wake up to now being told that a certain group does not want to play with them because of their skin color. And I think I guess that is your first experience of racism. Yeah. When your your friend that you've been playing with feels guilty that she can't play with you anymore because her sister said you shouldn't play with black people. Yeah. And then did you feel did you feel weird because did you see yourself as as this color that she branded you with then I don't think so No not really I, I still kind of looked at myself the same I just that I was a bit more aware to the fact that that I was in a school where majority of the kids were white and I was black like there were black kids there were loads of black kids they all had friends with white with the, with the white kids but we was there was not that many of us. That was the thing. I I didn't notice it before because everyone was all just the same. We were just, yeah, two kids all mingling with each other, having fun, not caring the world. But then, then I really realised then that I was different. So, but what that girl was actually saying then, it wasn't so much black, but it was anybody who was not white, isn't anyone it? Because when you, when you look at you, you're not a stereotypical black person, are you? No. So she was saying... Her sister was telling her not to play with anybody who wasn't white. Who was different from her. Exactly. This is really quite scary. What about you, Isa? Have you experienced... Do you think you've experienced... Um, the, the people... I've had a lot of people saying that other people look like poop because of their skin colour. Speak up. I don't think people can hear you. Come closer. What did she, you say? Other people called... Um, pe- other people called people poop because of how they look and in terms of their skin colour. And so the children who do this, what colour are they? They're, they're mainly white. And then it's more like, now the mixed race and black, and none of them is just the white people mainly. Do, do, do is things like this get reported? I mean, somebody calling somebody else poop because they, they're it different. Has, it has so it does get reported. So it happens, right? And there are some teachers in in schools probably that don't, that don't, I don't really care much about this racism thing and how it's going on, how it really can affect people's feelings and all of that stuff. So you feel like sometimes teachers don't take it seriously because yeah. they yeah. they don't realise how serious it is to say someone is a poop. They just think, oh, this person is just being rude. But you feel like it's more than being rude. Yeah, and especially because, because of their skin colour, they mainly get away with it a lot. Oh. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That's really sad. It's really heartbreaking for me. You know, like we talk, we talk about stuff all the time, but it's like talking about it in this way is quite shocking, isn't it? Like I didn't know that people, young, like you don't get treated like that. You know, you don't get treated, but you know that other children who are, you know, who are in school who have darker skin than you get called poop. And the teacher, you know, the child gets reprimanded, but you feel they don't get reprimanded enough because... Oh, you just said poop. It's not a big deal. But you understand. You feel it, isn't it? Yeah. You... And they said, they, they didn't say, oh, you poop, because they're trying to be rude to yeah, each other. Yeah. They're saying, oh, look, your skin colour is, is the same colour as poop. Exactly. So to say someone's skin colour is the same not as... Not just poop. calling them poop, 
poop in general, saying that they look like poop. Yeah. So and that's that's just the way they're made. You can't change that. And that's racism. Yeah. Ultimately, and, and they, teachers and not like they care that they that they that they're black and they want and they want it to be white. They find what they are. Exactly, but you feel so. What What do you think should happen then for that kind of stuff to not happen at school? What do you... the teachers should take it so much more seriously because if they continue to be to start being racist, they take go into a whole new other level, and they could probably even go to prison for it and really break somebody's feelings. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they could they could really hurt someone, isn't it? And it's those same people that will grow up one day and have businesses and jobs and and not. And still treat black people badly, isn't and it? Still get away. And still get away with it because it's like, oh, it's okay to say these derogatory terms to black people. It's not. I think there is something fundamentally wrong with someone who insults someone based on the way they look. Because God created us this way. We don't make a choice, do we? We don't choose to look the way we look, no, right? And so it's wrong. So teachers should take it seriously. I think. I, f- I feel like a person who does things like that really has the biggest issue. The biggest issue they have is with themselves. But do you think then these little white children who will call a child, you look like poop, your skin is like poop, do they think that these children have a problem with themselves or is this just a such normal thing because the person, because that black child looks different to them, they just find it disgusting that somebody looks different to them? Is it, isn't that something that is inherently happening in their own homes? It's just something they've never been exposed to. Oh, wow, these kids look different from me. What? They should be. They should just be like me. I don't, I don't understand this, and it's just that that's how they feel like they should talk to people, just because they're not used to it. Yeah, but I'm saying, ultimately, human beings all look different, don't they? Yeah, no one is the same. No one is the same, so why is it an insult to look black? Is that is that something that, you, you, were you guys born and raised in this household, and then you saw white people, and, and somehow you just thought being white was a disgusting thing. Did you just grow up to think that? No. Do you think any group of people are disgusting in the way they look? No. So why is it? Why do you think a child who's white would do that to a black child? It could possibly be just how they were raised in their house. Ultimately. Ultimately, isn't it? Mm. The it's way, the way they're the, raised the in way their, their parents portrayed black people. Exactly. Made them feel like black All the TV that they watch. And the yeah. media that they watch, and the positions that maybe a black person might hold in their own households, and these things constantly reaffirm their view of what black people is. And so they go out into schools and they insult a child, and the teacher still does nothing. Yeah. And so they get away with it. Mm. You know. It's I quite- heard, but I heard kids who had it way worse than we did, it, because. It was always just a bit of a blur what we really were in school because I remember Black History Month, the teacher was talking about how many kids are black and how we should really appreciate each other. And so she said, oh, put your hand up if you're black. And then my friend next to me, she said, mm, don't put your hand up, Khadija, you're not black. You're, you're mixed race, you're not black. And it's just very... It's very, it's very weird, but I so used when you, it's, that's a really good point that you've made. You say you feel like even though you feel black, people have it a lot more harder because they look different. There was, yeah, there was this, yeah, it's, there was this one girl who once who told me that same thing that she was told that she looked like poop, but it was always harder. It was always harder for her than it ever was for me because some people would say, "Yeah, you're black," but others, others would say, "No, no, you're not black." So somehow you, you feel black. like you you feel less the brunt 
but you still see it, you experience it, because I guess even though it ha- doesn't happen to you, you see how teachers respond. Like Isa said, it doesn't happen to you, Isa, but you see how teachers do nothing. There was this one teacher... And teach- do very little about children who are ultimately being racist. And also, when when they do stuff like that, they may, when and they really hurt other people's feelings, sometimes those people just don't tell them off because they're scared of them and... And because they they got this thing against them, because nothing's wrong with black people, so they made up a fake thing saying that they look like poop, and if it that's not it's not true that they look like poop, so because nothing is wrong with black people, nothing is wrong with anybody, so if they can make up that fake thing against them, it it would it would be really bad because so you it, feel like sometimes even the black children feel a bit ashamed and they don't say anything because they just feel like it hurts their feelings so much that they can't talk about it. Yeah, and so yeah, they don't report yeah. to the teachers. Yeah, and yeah. Te- and teachers are not uh, always very observant. They don't they don't hear the stuff happening. But when there's people fighting, they can just see it. But they can't always hear everything. And, you know what, Issa, that, what you said is so, so important right there. Teachers are not always observant. They're happy to kind of respond very well to physical violence. But the hurtful things that children say to each other, they just wipe it away. Oh, he called you a poop. Oh, that's such a bad thing to say. Don't say that again. Here's an amber card, right? Mm-hmm. But they don't look deeper into why a white child might call a black child, you look like poop. Do you see what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's that idea of being observant. And you know what? Actually, teachers need to be better. They need to be absolutely better. At primary level, is a lot worse because I think by the time children get to high school, they are more aware of what racism is. Yeah. And a, a child in high school will not tolerate a child, another child, calling them. I remember. Like I remember in the in, there was in the mugger because I'm in high school now. In the mugger, one 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 Arab boy was being really rude to a black boy, and two of the white kids were like. You know, dude, that's racist. You can't say that. Exactly. Children are a lot more aware in but high in school. in primary school, kids in primary are school get away with evil. it all the time. They, they act say so things. evil to each other. They're, they're like, I don't like your hair. Your hair is ugly. Like, they they are so evil. They just say what they think. They don't they don't understand how rude it can be. And then there used to be this black teacher. Who, she was she was just... She would just go around the, the perimeter of the school and just make sure kids weren't fighting. But she would never care... We'd always tell, not even just with racism, we'd always tell her when someone was being rude to someone else and she would just not care. She'd be like, I don't care. Just get out my face. I'm just trying to deal with something else. She'd only really care if kids were punching each other and hurting each other. And I didn't... think that's what needs to change then, isn't it? It's the language in primary school playgrounds. Sometimes the words people say, say can hurt uh, you much more. more. Exactly. And if there was Def- a black person and a white person fighting, they would mainly always talk to the black person thinking they started it because of their skin colour and, and what they've experienced with other black people doing bad things. And that's just what's going around in the world right now. Black people are gangsters and all of that stuff, but it's also the white people. People can be whatever they want th- themselves to be. And they, if they only talk to what the black person did and they just leave the other people out of it, then not, nothing actually gets sorted and it will just continuously happen. And then one person will continuously get get in trouble. And then when they continuously get in trouble, they, it will change the way, the way that they act and they would keep they would do bad things they would be sad in school they would they would do worse in school and oh, yeah that's exact those those are exactly the things that happen Issa. so you, you're saying basically whenever there's a fight between a white a white person and a, and a white kid and a, and, a, and a black kid the black kids get told off more harshly 
because there's this assumption that they do bad things, right? Mm-hmm. And so you feel like because of that stereotype, stereotyping, black children fall into the strap of continuously doing bad things because no one trusts them anyway. No one believes them anyway. And they believe and they're supposed to be bad. Exactly. And so they believe that exactly, that they're always the bad kid. They always do the bad thing. And things. that's just that, so, that's and what this, they're going this, to be. And this brings us to this idea of Black Lives Matter. What do you think about this title, like Black Lives Matter? Why should people just be saying Black Lives Shouldn't all lives matter? I know, but because pro- police are, they, they're being, I saw this video that, that, um, it was on Twitter and my uncle was watching it. It was about it was about yeah. these two these yeah. three people and they were they were all they were all Are you talking about the George Floyd No video? no they they were there was three people. There were two black people and one white person. One the the white person was got got in got in trouble. The white white person didn't get in trouble, and two black people got in trouble, and also oh, the people being arrested. For they example. were getting yeah. trespass. They were trespassing. They were trespassing. Okay, yeah. And they usually left the white person with a warning, and it's not good enough because if they all did the crime, then they should all go to prison. And this is kind of the same thing with George Floyd. George Floyd didn't commit any crime, but he still got killed in such. And such even if he did get, way. even if he did commit a crime, that's not how he should die. I know, like, there's no. That's not how. No, that's not like acceptable. Even... You should, I mean, you, people. There's a special. Uh, how do I say a course that you take when you arrest someone? You take them to, and then they have the day in court, right? But he he was killed on the ground, and that's. And if if somebody says, "Can you please get off my neck? Can you please go, get off my neck?" It you don't have a your badge is not not to be able to kill people because they committed a crime. Your badge is to do the right thing. Take them. To, Take them to prison. Um, say, say, see what they have to say, and then maybe pr- maybe take them to court if they did commit a crime, and then they will spend the years in prison because that's what they did. That's how but the law do, works. Does, you you t- t- can't take this into your own hands and just kill them. And do you feel like that that's what's happening yeah. all the time? Just because you have a badge, even in a such brutal way, yeah. like putting your knee on girls. Yeah. yeah, just because you have a badge doesn't mean you're James Bond and you have a license to kill. Kill, yeah, I guess. You gotta, you gotta just. So when people you, say there's black- a specific. Pers- procedure you have to go through even if he did murder someone and he was gonna get um what what is it De- death sentence Whatever, there's yeah. a specific way you have to do it. he has to go to court he has to have a fair trial oh, exactly. there's like justice and then he then he has to go through and, a specific time in prison and then he gets killed but it's and it's, from what we've seen like in all the time like all the stuff that's coming murder. out all the stuff that's coming out in like the media in, in america and stuff do you think that that's those courses are taken in america like do or, or, or are black people just always being targeted and just not given an opportunity to go through the process? Yeah, that's what I think the the whole process of going to court is just a bit... It's like they don't put it on enough. They don't make it as important for black people as it is for white people. As yeah. for a white person, they would make sure the person gets arrested and they take them to court and they have a fair trial, yeah. except George Floyd was just killed. Yeah. I guess, so Black Lives Matter then ultimately means that people should be treated equally and our black lives black lives do matter. I mean, it doesn't mean that other lives don't matter. It's just that black people are being treated like they are nothing, that their lives don't matter. And they can be killed, arrested, you know, mistreated, shot without being asked any questions. And I think that's wrong. And ultimately, when we say Black Lives Matter, it doesn't just mean what's happening in America. It doesn't just mean what's happening here with police. But it also means the little things that you guys experience at school. Mm. A black boy, a black child's lives matter. When somebody says their skin looks like poo, something needs to be done. 
Yeah. You know, when a black child has a fight with a white child, why are we reprimanding the black child more harshly than we are the white child? Yeah. That's those are, that's what Black Lives Matter means. Mm. It just means that we should not see a black human being's life lesser than that of a different color. And that's where things need to change, isn't it? And ultimately, if things don't change from when kids are young, that's why we end up having with having these brutalities that adult people commit isn't it putting handcuffs on on somebody that may have committed a crime is enough is enough you don't have to put your put your your knee on their neck to stop them because nothing else they can do but their hands are behind their back and also the person that person was begging you that person's begging you to to get get off off. i know you don't even have so but what does that what does that scream out what does that scream out? They're about? literally begging mercy on their life to a police officer. But what is There's it? What is it? When, when the police officer continued and then he killed him. That picture. Is imagine saying, that picture. A white person with their knee on a black person's neck. It's it's portraying how the world is now. It's like the the white people are just on top of the black people and can just kill them whenever they want. And there's really nothing much that can be done. And that's why people are protesting. And you know what? Actually, that is the best way to wrap it up this is how we feel and that's why people are protesting a white police officer's knee on a black person that is literally a metaphor for what the world is like yeah well done Khadija well said I think there's a way to stop um to stop thinking for white people thinking that black lives don't matter even though there's white people protesting they've done really good knowing that everybody's lives matter just as well as just as well as each other. It shouldn't even be about Black Lives Matter. It should be um, whatever whatever you are, if you have a mental disorder or anything, you, all of your lives matter. But there's, uh, the only way to stop this is if is if the white, is more of the white people can understand that Black Lives Matter. The more that happens, and the le- and black people that think Black Lives Matter, and people think Black Lives don't. The black the people that. Th- think black lives don't matter is needs to decrease and decrease, yeah. and make people think black lives matter and then everything will just be normal once again well let's hope for a future where that can actually happen isn't it where every everyone can finally say everyone's lives matter and we don't have to make we don't have to protest for such a simple thing to for people to value the black skin the black lives do you understand like we don't we, we we can hopefully see a future where we don't have to fight for something like this but at the moment it seems like a battle that needs to continue right right mm. right let's stop there all right thank you so much for listening this was me uh, interviewing my children some amazing things that even i did not know the details of i mean quite shocking uh, but thank you again for listening it's uh it's kutir sada and you can always tweet me at at the Loud Sisters on Twitter. Thank you so much. Bye.